Hi, everyone, and welcome to the PhD2B podcast, a podcast where we talk about graduate school. My name is Natalie, and I'm here with my co-host, Dallas. Hey. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about side hustles in graduate school. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. so excited to just be talking about side hustles even though it's kind of a serious subject i guess we'll find out what that's gonna be like today but before we begin i would like to introduce our two guests we have four people recording today also obviously me in dallas but then we have kaylee and claire hi guys hey hi guys hi we're so excited that y'all are here and here to talk about side hustles which is really important i think for graduate school because we don't make any money so um we want to give you guys each a chance to introduce yourself so i guess we will go with kaylee first and then claire so kaylee you have the floor okay great hi my name is kaylee i am a second year phd student in rhetoric and composition at tcu and i research storytelling in the composition classroom Hey everybody, I'm Claire. I'm a second year master's student uh, and generally researches early British literature and girlhood. They pretty much research like really cool stuff. Yeah. Like Kaylee, I found out about the class that Hogue is teaching in the spring. I'm so excited for that. What is it? Wait, what is it? It's called, oh man, I don't remember. Something about the personal. It's it's about like the integrating the personal with with like scholarship scholarship oh, and that's first person and that's, that's amazing and that's so important for scholars so just cool. generally across the board whether you're like rec comp or lit it's you know. so cool so anyway i was just thinking about you <laughs> when note. i saw that um so like i said i mean i think that this is kind of a serious subject in a way because it's like like dallas said we don't make enough money and so we kind of need to find ways to make money Mm -hmm. so um this actually started from a i got inspired from this meme that i saw um i think it might have been on either my personal page or the instagram of like the podcast Um, but basically the meme says (laughs) let me find it (laughs) i I love that this is like the second episode and like back to back where we found like a meme of some sort yes. that we're like basing a whole episode off of. <laughs> i know i know so it says side hustle is an adorable name for mandatory extra jobs i have to have because being alive is impossibly expensive <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad but it's so true it's i mean so true. yeah the reason why we asked we kind of put it in the group chat and like offered up the opportunity for people to come and talk about like not necessarily just their own side like what they do as their side hustles but like the reasons why what it looks like to balance side hustles like just in general with everything that we have to do and so yeah and i think i think claire is going to have a a more unique situation Mm -hmm. because she's a master's student at tcu i'll spoiler alert ma students don't get paid the way um phd students do so claire like kind of has to have a side hustle like it's not even like a i'll make do it's like she's got no choice so we're gonna hear all about that and the frustrations that come with that Mm -hmm. yeah um so let's maybe just go around the room i think that could be kind (laughs) of funny to just kind of talk about what are our side hustles right now and if you want to add side hustles you used to have like go for it so you want to start dallas 
Yes, I'm like the queen of the side hustle, so I'll um, just do my current ones so that way I don't bore everyone. Um, I currently work online remotely for a tree service company, um, and I am currently babysitting. Kaylee, what's your side hustle? I have two. I work for my alma mater, Westmont College, as kind of the communications person in the IT team. So I do a lot of website stuff, a lot of documentation, that sort of thing, just kind of anything they want me to do. And then I also work for my mom's digital marketing company, writing things, editing things, also some more website stuff, kind of content management there as well. And you, Claire, what's your side hustle? So right now, um, the count's at three. I work on campus at TCU as um, in the writing center, I, um, in Texas, work as a waitress at one of the local restaurants. And then whenever I'm home for breaks and whatnot, I work at a tutoring center. So back in California. Yeah. So my side hustles are, I'm an academic coach. I do individual tutoring to different girls. Um, and I actually think that's it. Oh, I for some reason thought I had more. Well, okay, you good. tutor two different people, so maybe that counts as like, it's like three. a third. So it's maybe it's, it feels like three, but okay. maybe it's only Ooh. technically like two different things. I guess so. So yeah, yeah. those are yeah. So I basically just tutor as my side hustle. <laughs> yeah, um, which is awesome. Which has been the thing that I've been doing even in my masters. Kind of mm-hmm. like Claire, I worked at the writing center, even though that was part of my assistantship. But my side hustle in that was then. Um, tutoring and athletics so basically we all have to have extra jobs unfortunately yeah. to pay the bills yeah. and to live comfortably yeah. question mark yeah. <laughs> um kaylee i didn't even know you had a side mm-hmm. hustle so whenever I do, yes, we, you were like i want to be on i was like wait i want to know what kaylee does mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so let's maybe take a second and just kind of think about when we determined that we needed to make more money and so we had to look for these side hustles anybody can start oh my god i mean i've known i needed a side hustle in my ma program like i knew going into this i was gonna need a side hustle especially when i signed the lease in my apartment and knew it was gonna be an expensive place to live because you know i had to pick the bougiest place i could find which is stupid but um also like you know I feel safe at my apartment. and I It's a fantastic it's, apartment. It's in a nice area and everything. So, like, I knew... But, like, you know, I kind of was like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. I started the program, the PhD program, with the side hustle already because I was still working for the tree service company, like, before I even... I, start, I was working for them more before I even knew I was going to be going to the PhD program. So, they just wanted to keep me on. So, I already knew I was going to have the side hustle adding on an extra side hustle was something I wasn't sure I was going to need to do. And then I was like, no, because inflation, my rent has gone up so much since I first moved here. So I I knew, I I mean, I'm going to need it. You also tutored math. Yes. During the school year, I was a after school tutor for sixth grade math. Which was fun. I had to yeah. relearn a lot of things because I was like, man, I don't know anything about sixth grade math. And they're <laughs> learning like really, they're learning stuff that I'm pretty sure I didn't learn until I was in high school. So I'm like, oh, wow. middle school math now is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, cr- it's crazy. Like how much they like 
teach them like how like the high level like things that like I didn't learn until like freshman year of high school and I'm like why are y'all learning this in sixth grade like but yeah I did do that and I was actually kind of hoping that we'd have a summer program with that um but there was some things with the new superintendent being voted in in the DFW Mm -hmm. or the Fort Worth ISD so they were kind of like making certain budget cuts where there were certain pro like tutoring programs they were going to be bring back some that they weren't sure if they were going to bring back some they weren't sure if they were going to have them over the summer or just the school year yada yada so I'm still kind of like not sure if it's going to come back in the school year or not so Mm -hmm. I've still been kind of waiting but I haven't heard anything so I don't know if that's going to be something I'll be able to do this school year but yes I did tutor math yeah Yeah. what about you Kaylee or Claire when did you kind of come up with yeah I kind of need to make some more money so I knew as soon as I was accepted into TCU's master's program um, because I went here for undergrad as well Um, so I knew what rent looked like around here Um, and I knew as soon as I accepted the acceptance um, (laughs) that I would not be receiving any money from the school except for tuition so I TA for campus um, and for English classes so I don't have to pay your tuition but then um, no additional money so just anything to even pay rent Um, so I knew pretty much as soon as I started the program that there was going to need to be some serious side hustling yeah which is the difference the difference mm-hmm. between you know masters and phd at tcu mm-hmm. uh, this is yeah. not the case like at oklahoma state we not only get our tuition but we also get paid mm-hmm. yeah. so it just kind of depends on the program yeah at a&m we paid a portion of tuition but we also got paid so basically whatever you ended up paying in tuition you pretty much made it back plus maybe a little more mm-hmm. um with your stipend and being mm-hmm. a ta so yeah. it kind of depends i still had like multiple side hustles though because it still wasn't enough but right, you know right. uh, but yeah it's different the ma situation is different pretty uh, across the board it's pretty yeah. different depending on what school phds are generally i want to say kind of similar where you'll get like mm-hmm. an actual stipend and tuition will be mm-hmm. covered for the most part mm-hmm. um but yeah ma ma programs it vary different. Mm-hmm. a lot between schools so yeah perfect timing yeah <laughs> i'm gonna need a job so yeah what about you kaylee when did you determine or how did you end up deciding yeah i'm gonna probably need a little bit more well it's kind of a funny story so i actually took a gap year before going into this program so i was working full-time for westmont as their website person and i said okay i'm going to texas i'm gonna leave in july because at that point they it's very rare that they accept remote work so i said okay i'm gonna leave and then it was about two weeks before i left and they didn't have a replacement for me and someone needed to do the website (laughs) so they're like well why don't you just keep working remotely and i said okay because even though i am a phd student and therefore TCU is actually giving me an income I still wanted to have that little bit of extra um just to kind of make things easier yeah so I was doing that and then in the middle of my first year so about six months ago I said okay Westmont's probably going to find a replacement for me soon so I and my mother had been wanting me to work for her for a long time so I said okay I'll do it so I started doing both and then Westmont continued to not get a replacement <laughs> for me. So I was like, well, okay, then I'll just raise my rates and see if they keep paying me. And they're like, okay, we'll keep paying you. And so now I'm doing both of those things. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. I, I knew I did need extra money, but I kind of fell into these two jobs a little bit by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's how it goes. That's how the babysitting yeah. thing happened. Like, I was just doing the, like, for the summer anyway, I was just doing the tree service stuff because I was like, oh, whatever. Tutoring was kind of, I waited, you know, I kept waiting to see if they were going to, like, get back to anybody about <laughs> it. And then they kind of did it, <laughs> so I was like, whatever. And then um, my, our friend Hannah has a friend also named Hannah. <laughs> um, and she was looking for a babysitter. And our Hannah texted me immediately and was like, hey, do you want to babysit other Hannah's baby? And I was like, absolutely. So <laughs> I texted other Hannah and was like, my Hannah says that you need a babysitter. <laughs> I'd love to do it if you if you want me. And she was like, perfect. Yeah. When can you start? So that was kind of how my tutoring at home happened Mm -hmm. um it's a fairly large company that um my sisters all actually got tutored through and Mm -hmm. my mom was like hey they always need more tutors around finals which is when you happen to be home because uh universities have different schedules than under or undergrad grade school um and so i was like absolutely while i'm home i'll apply see if they need extra people um, and so now it's been a couple years now, but every time I go home for a break and shoot a little email like, Hey, y'all need any more shifts mm-hmm. covered? And almost always I get a absolutely yes, please come. Yeah. 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 I think for me when I decided, well, so like my athletics job, um, I like working with student athletes. And so it was something that I wanted to do just in general to kind of maintain that. Cause that was something that I did while I was at Oklahoma State and obviously like I said something I like to do so I was like why not and then they pay me so I'm like even better (laughs) um but I think inflation because I'm also married and he has a whole income too but inflation really put us in a place where I was like yeah we need I need to make more money (laughs) to have a little bit more of that cushion because like the end of the day like he's got his job and he's got that second income which a lot of grad students don't have but inflation was so bad to the point that i was like no we, we i have to make just a little bit just a little bit more and so um athletics really kind of ended up helping out there and kind of just putting me in a nice like cozy <laughs> place like not even like oh now i have shopping money like no 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 i can actually like comfortably pay my bills and know i'm gonna have something left over and so i think inflation really was a moment for me um and then because inflation's not gonna go down (laughs) um over the summer i've started uh two individual tutoring jobs um which i only meet with them once a week but even having just that once a week and I get paid $50 an hour and I only meet with them for an hour. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a cozy, like $50. Mm-hmm. And so, um, just maintaining that. Yeah. So inflation, thanks dollars a week, you know, that's nice. It adds up. It really it adds does. Up. Yeah. So, but, um, you want to say something? Yeah, no, I have a question for everybody. Yeah. Um, I just, when I think about like, side hustles and how you are doing extra work for extra income i kind of want to get like a temperature check of like how many extra hours are we clocking a week (laughs) with our extra jobs so when you're working for the university at least at tcu but i find that this is probably true for most universities right they don't really want you doing more than 20 hours of work a Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. with your teaching or ta responsibilities which it always ends up being more than that, let's be honest. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, ideally you're doing just 20 hours a week between your teaching, your grading, whatever, lesson planning. So 
in addition to that, like, let's set that aside for a second. How many extra hours are you working outside of that initial, we'll say 20 hours a week? I know Kaylee was on fellowship her first year, so she did not teach. Um, so she got paid to just come to class and do her thing. Um, but she didn't have any responsibilities this first year at the university, but she will come this second year that's coming up very soon so <laughs> very with that, soon so how many hours a week do you clock with your side hustles Kaylee so I'm very fortunate in that both of my jobs are flexible enough to give me more hours during the summer which is something that I was concerned about because I'm kind of too high of a level at this point to get a summer internship right but also I can't get like a part-time job so um it's more in the summer but I have made a decision to limit my total working hours to 10 hours a week Mm -hmm. so that's five hours per job and I that was very very easy last year it's going to be more because I'll be teaching a whole entire class now Mm -hmm. but that's I think that's a level that I can safely say I can do this and it won't completely overwhelm me or take the place of my schoolwork right yeah Claire. So this requires math, and as an English person, this is not <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, and you can just ballpark, because I know yeah. your waitressing time is a little different depending, so like ballpark about. So I work, uh, so TCU has a rule of um, you can't be employed by the school more than 27 hours, because that's the limit for part-time employees, so mm-hmm. I don't get um, benefits or anything through TCU. Um, so I work seven hours at the Writing Center every week, which is a really easy basis, because that doesn't change. Um, but the benefit of waitressing is I more or less get to pick my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so around finals, I'll have a lot lighter of a load um, as compared to during the middle of the semester or at the beginning where mm-hmm. I can kind of um, ramp up the amount of time I'm there. Mm-hmm. I think the max I clocked on top of um, TAing and whatnot is like 30, 35 hours a week. Wow. Goodness gracious. I yes. Know. I couldn't do that. Um, but that's no. not a typical week. That's like the max. Okay. Um, and then, Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were like, those were like the fullest weeks where I was like, I have no schoolwork except minimal reading. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the things is at, uh, when I'm waitressing, I, I love my job. They'll let me read. So, or get homework done. Yeah. Nice. Um, so especially when it's really quiet on weeknights, I'll have a couple tables that tend to tip well. And then in the meantime, I can write a paper or read an article that I'm working wow, on. Wow, that's good. So yeah. overlapping time helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my turn? Yeah, you can. <laughs> so similarly to Claire, because I work for TCU, my 20 hours this semester will be all towards ADC, but I'm, again, not allowed to work more than 27, 27 so mm-hmm. I can only work seven athletics. Mm-hmm. But... Did you I, find a loophole? They don't check. <laughs> they don't check. So well, that's I, not even a loophole. That's just, <laughs> that's just carelessness yeah. on the part of the university. They, 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 is it, it the athletics that don't check, or is it... It's both. Oh, okay. No one checks. Okay. <laughs> um, and so... But I've tried to maintain it. So basically... Last semester, I tutored two students, which equated to, I'm going to have to edit all these, pausing Math. out, um, <laughs> three, six, six hours. Mm-hmm. But I get paid for 30 minutes to plan, so that's six hours and 30 minutes. And then I get paid an additional 30 minutes to meet with my advisor, so that's seven. But then I also get paid for every uh 
sheet that I turn in, like report, mm. because we have to keep track of what mm-hmm. they're doing. Absolutely, yeah. And so that adds like another hour, but then they give me money for workshops. So if I do oh, a workshop, like an hour, nice. an hour and a half, so I end up making a little bit more, which obviously is not a lot, but <laughs> I technically can clock in a little bit more um, mm-hmm. in athletics. So I would say to round out all that, I'm not, I'm going to be working in athletics only half time this time. So yeah, I would say, honestly, I don't work that much more. I would say about seven eight hours in addition so i i'm, I'm actually pr- i guess pretty good at like maintaining it in the, <laughs> like yeah. i need to work um, on that but well you know it's a little bit different but yeah um yeah so i would say about eight nine hours i, I would say yeah. around there what about you yeah i think when i was doing tutoring it was only two hours a day monday through friday um although getting kids to show up for their after school tutoring on friday was like usually not about to happen so we get paid for about an hour so that would be two four six eight so i want to say like i'll just say eight hours because generally like i if somebody came if i had was there the full two hours monday through friday like that would that that didn't happen very often (laughs) so i'll say eight hours for tutoring and then i get paid to work about six hours a week for the tree service company so eight plus six is what 14 14 so 14 hours a week additional um but i don't even put in six hours a lot of the time for the tree service company and they know that and i've told them i was like i don't like hit that goal every week like most times i don't and they know that with school and they're like whatever it's fine (laughs) like whatever and then but now that i'm tutoring i'm tutoring about ideally 20 hours a week sometimes more um like this week it'll be more but it's also the summer so it doesn't matter you're saying babysitting yeah sorry you said tutoring <laughs> tutoring sorry babysitting i'm sorry okay. um but when the school year starts obviously like i i could not do more than 20 hours a week of babysitting um but i kind of already talked to hannah and we kind of talked about like oh if like when you need to leave like if she because she travels a lot um, where she'll have to be gone all day. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, on the travel days, like I can always, she's like, I can send my mom to like, before you leave, get there. That way, whenever you leave, she's there and she can take like the afternoon shift or whatever with the baby. So we kind of have a plan, but um, yeah, 20 hours of babysitting a week is a lot um, during the school year. Um, so yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I'll be able to, if that's going to be sustainable um it just would require me to be really diligent and we all know that i am probably not as diligent as i should be (laughs) in a lot of ways um the thing that's getting me through it though is that i only have one class but the exams are a whole other situation so i might have to have like a more like another talk with um hannah about scheduling scheduling or maybe doing only three hours a day instead of four or something like that um see see what we can do with that um because she's pretty flexible so yeah. we'll see how that goes but yeah so so that would but that would put me that would put me working a lot that plus you know however many hours i put in for um yeah the tree service company right. so yeah um one thing that dallas said um was like flexibility like i feel like a mm-hmm. lot of what y'all are saying is that your jobs are very flexible which i think is really important because I mean, you could be a grad student and work a job that requires you to be there in a certain time. And not that we don't have that to some extent, (laughs) but like, I feel like you guys are just kind of showing that there are 
ways to still find that side hustle, but then also still have it to where it's flexible and it works for your schedule. And I think that that's really important when you're a grad student. Like, we know we have to be in class a certain time. We know we <laughs> might have to do X, Y, and Z for a TA ship or, you know, teaching mm-hmm. and whatnot. But if you need to make that money, you can find a way for it to fit your schedule, which is like a good feeling. Yeah, and I think that's something that's really important is that, yes, obviously, money is important, (laughs) but you're going to lose a lot more money if you end up getting delayed in your program. So that is what needs to be avoided at all costs. Yeah. So if a job starts interfering with your schoolwork, then that's a big problem because you could potentially even lose a year of real income afterwards if you have to be delayed or even just your funding you know some places you only have a certain amount of funding and once you've hit that past you can reapply but they're not going to insure you that so if your job is Mm -hmm. getting you to the point like kaylee said that you're it's interfering with your program and graduating like yeah that's a red flag it's definitely a balance for sure and um there's a lot of different ways you can find side hustles too um when i was living in college station at um you know going to a&m one of my side hustles there was that the apartment complex i lived in was actually kind of more of like a student driven complex Mm. like it wasn't just for students it was for anybody but like a lot of students lived that complex and what they kind of did was that you could work for them um and you would you would get paid quote unquote you wouldn't see that money really necessarily. It would go towards your rent. So oh, basically that would be it was amazing. like it was minimum wage, right? But basically you would do like their social media. Um, we always had like cookies and coffee in the office. So like you bake the cookies, make oh, sure sweet. the coffee station was stocked. It's cute. Um, post on social yeah. media. Um, and then you'd have to go in and like um, you know, like open up the model rooms to show, like unlock everything, put the lights on. That way, like when someone came in to tour, it was like ready to go kind of set that up and then um stuff like that and like file paperwork and stuff and then you know however many hours you worked got put towards your rent so like if I was paying $800 a month in rent right like I could you know by the end of the month I could be paying like you know $650 Mm -hmm. in rent so it would just kind of take it would deduct my rent so you'd have a cheaper rent so that was actually kind of cool um but we were required to work like on saturdays like all day not not every single saturday it would kind of rotate but having that all day saturday really like took up a lot of my time to do other things for school which they would let us do our homework there but it's really hard to try and like sit there and do i'm sure claire can kind of (laughs) attest to this like sometimes you know like the phone's ringing or like somebody comes in or like you're being told like oh i need you to go do this i need you to go do that and so you're like sitting there you're like i read three pages you know like (laughs) i still have like a hundred to go and i'm gonna be here all day and it's not like letting up enough for me to be able to sit here and like do my work right which like obviously you have a job to do so it's kind of like you can't just sit here and read either but i was also working at the health food store Mm, um in college station so i had started working for them i was i was there every friday all day because we at a&m we did not have any friday classes like i think even if you were a ta like unless you were like a phd student you were teaching there's probably a chance that you had a monday wednesday friday but as far as like the ta ships and stuff they were always like a monday wednesday or a tuesday thursday like i don't i never had a class on a friday that i can recall at a&m which was actually kind of nice yeah um but I would work at the store all day on Friday. So I was already losing all day on Fridays because mm-hmm. um, it was like nine to six. And you know, by the time you get home, you're like, I don't want to do anything, do yep. anything like you're exhausted. So 
working at the office at the complex go because it was just getting to be a lot that makes sense um especially when i started like writing my thesis and just had a lot of reading to do um yeah yeah i mean i for one absolutely understand the like like i said earlier we're allowed to work write work on writing papers or reading at work but you feel kind of guilty absolutely i feel guilty yeah um and i eventually because i worked there all of last year kind of found a rhythm where i'm like no Mm -hmm. one's coming in and there was a point in time where they were open until 2 a.m on the weekdays Mm -hmm. um and so i was like no one's coming in past 11 p.m on a wednesday right (laughs) so those were the kind of the chunks of hours where i would be able to have good amounts of time to get work done yeah um but it's also a thing in the service industry where anytime you sit down for most people it's like to eat or take a break is when customers come in yeah um and or you order food and then it's right when the food is ready when customers come in of course so it's very similar of i found i was like okay i finally found a break to sit down and get some work done immediately someone someone comes in. in yeah um but at the same time in terms of like the day scheduling Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually currently in the throes of trying to figure <laughs> out um, what I did previously was kind of chunk a couple of days a week where I would just be working at the restaurant because like you said, mm-hmm. when I get home from that, I do not want to be doing homework. Right. Um, I want to sit and watch Disney movies on Netflix and not <laughs> think about anything for the yeah. rest of the day because I've been on my feet and entertaining people and making sure burgers are served right and everything. Um, and so trying to figure out with my classes and TA classes, what days, okay, these are the days I'm going to be doing schoolwork and can commit to just doing schoolwork and won't have Mm -hmm. to worry about work. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on my work days, not have to have the pressure of like, oh my gosh, I've got an assignment working. Yeah. Yeah. Because I work for tips, when I'm stressed, it does impact um, the amount of money I'm making. Right. Yeah, so... um, going back to what I was gonna say before we started this whole conversation about like how many like trying to figure out like reading during scheduling scheduling and all that yeah yeah. so I I was gonna say place it like trying to give tips on like how to find a a side hustle essentially and like basically I was gonna say like if you're living in an apartment complex that is really student oriented they might have a program similar to what mine had where you can kind of work for a discounted rent rate Or, um, like, care.com for babysitting and tutoring is really good. Um, not, uh, Natalie's tutoring jobs kind of fell in her lap outside of, like, outside of her athletics things. But I know on care.com you can um, apply for, like, tutoring positions through care.com in addition to babysitting jobs. And what's nice about those, obviously, is there's no taxes coming out of mm-hmm. your paycheck for those kinds of things because they're just straight cash. Um and obviously, everybody knows about Indeed.com, but they really do have, like, everything on Indeed. Like, everybody posts jobs to Indeed, so um, that's nice. And I and I also want to say, if you can find a job at, like, a local business part-time, mm-hmm. which is nice because most local places, um, they either will have, um, they'll have more reasonable hours, like a nine to six or nine to five or you know closed on Sundays so that way you can kind of have more wiggle room Mm -hmm. with your school stuff so if you have classes on Monday Wednesday Friday and they need somebody part-time and you want to work Tuesday Thursday you know Saturday that's fine and then you're off Sunday Monday Wednesday Monday Wednesday Friday you Mm -hmm. know or something like that so yeah or if you can find like a remote 
like job that's also really cool yeah my jobs are both remote obviously and so that's provided me with a lot of flexibility in terms of scheduling I don't have to check with them or try to convince someone to let me have particular hours they're just like I don't know work 10 hours sometime yeah and I said okay yeah so I wanted to ask you Kaylee so like during the school year like what was your class schedule and like kind of how did you form your work schedule around your school schedule like if you could kind of like I know it probably varied a little bit but if you can kind of give like ballpark what you tried to kind of do while like on days like oh I don't have class on Thursday so I'm gonna clock this many hours for this job on this day or whatever honestly last year was it was kind of random um just because I didn't have a lot of schoolwork last year and I wasn't teaching I didn't have any other things because I was on fellowship so I just kind of did whatever um this year i am hoping to spend most of tuesday and thursday focusing on my teaching because that's when i teach Mm -hmm. and when i have my class about teaching and (laughs) when i have my office hours and then i'm going to focus more on my classes on monday wednesday friday but then i think i'm just going to do an hour a day for both of the um both of my jobs Mm -hmm. just monday through friday just because work is gradual at both of them i can't Mm -hmm. just work for five hours straight usually because there's just not enough to do so i think that's going to be the plan i try to keep most of my school and work you know before dinner and then after dinner not do work because i just can't focus well and i need a break so i'm going to try (laughs) to schedule things a little bit more this year right yeah and that's kind of another thing too is like when you know you have an outside job in addition to your school responsibilities Mm -hmm. making sure you have like a set schedule like i'm gonna wake up at this time i'm gonna you know work on this thing for school at this time i have you know leave at this time to go to campus come home at this you know roughly say like oh i I normally get home at this time and between this hour and this hour i'm gonna do xyz right like it you have to kind of like map out your days so yeah. yeah Um, something that Kaylee and Claire mentioned, um, just kind of the thinking about dividing up like what days you're going to focus on what I think is really important. I do the same, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, with my athletics job, I work two days a week because I meet with them two days a week. And so Monday, Wednesdays usually are the days or Tuesday, Thursdays, depending on the semester, Mm -hmm. this upcoming semester, I'll be working in athletics Monday and Wednesday and that way, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I can focus on, TCC, um, office hours for my ADC job, and then Fridays will be office hours and dissertation writing, because that's another thing I have to do. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be in that boat with, yeah. no, well, not dissertation, but thesis this year. Well, and it's funny, yeah. because, like, I think the, the hard thing about not only just being a graduate student, but, like, having these side hustles, and this is essentially the conversation we've been having, but, like, at the end of the day, we still have something that we have to do especially like you and me Claire Mm -hmm. like thesis and dissertation that doesn't have a designated time which I think makes it so much more difficult because you can schedule like I have to be at this class at this time and and it ends here and I have to clock Mm -hmm. in because I work with my first student athlete at nine but dissertations and theses Mm -hmm. are not like that and you have to find time and that's going to be the hardest thing it's so much easier and I think that's why I think that's why it's so easy for your side hustles and your jobs to take over absolutely the things that you have to do that don't have a scheduled time even if you make up the schedule yeah Mm -hmm. even if you say fridays at one o'clock i'm gonna work on my dissertation for three hours you could say that all you want 
but the moment you realize, oh, nobody's actually like holding me to this, yeah, <laughs> I can move that to five to eight, right? And it's like next thing you know, you just you're not done that it. it's dinner time. You're and not clocking you're in those hours, and yeah. so I think it that's really hard. So I guess it's nice to at least know that we have we can strike a balance between things that have to be done mm-hmm. at a certain hour. Mm-hmm. It's the rest of it that doesn't have. A specific time mm-hmm. slot that's hard what you just said in terms of like clocking the hours um kind of sparked an idea just the way i think about organizing and planning things is truly counting hours um because everything else i do in life has to be accounted mm-hmm. for exactly and so i'm almost now in thinking of like i might start coming up with a log for myself of exactly what time i'm spending on mm-hmm. thesis writing and reading and all the things. Because um, yeah. a lot of time this summer has just been reading. And so I feel like I haven't produced anything yet. Because normally I'm reading and writing at the same time. And now all of a sudden I'm just reading a ton and loving it. But I'm like, all the thoughts are just in my head and I don't <laughs> feel like I've done anything. Right. But I think starting a track um, will also then help keep me accountable yeah. for work going forward. That's a great idea. I know you did that I for, was just about to um, say your work. exams, correct? Or maybe it was for your, um, you did that for something with Dr. Hogue, I think. So for my prospectus, Dr. Hogue asked me to log my hours. Mm -hmm. And the plus side of logging your hours is that you still do the hours. It just depends on when you do the hours, Right. right? So it's like at least, I know we were just talking about like, trying to schedule and then and those things don't end up working out but the log i've done it and i really really like it mm-hmm. um basically the goal was to clock in five hours every week or whatever the right math the number was. is yeah and i could as long as i did them by the time i needed to email her like it works yeah. out and so yeah. i'm going to do a similar thing with adc because there's a lot more hours to keep track of, of like course. i know i have to hit those 20 um and so i mean i love doing the log and it was really effective so i recommend it and i i also know that i said on a previous podcast that i would log my lesson planning time how has that gone well i haven't had to lesson plan so but i'm gonna have to i told i said on a podcast i would like do an hour each day or something like that for my lesson planning to have like the week laid out laid out well basically like to have the week coming up already done the week before if that makes sense where i'm always like a week ahead so i'm still gonna try and stick to that i think yeah the logging in any capacity is good for anything and also i wanted to just circle back real quick to something kaylee and um natalie said about office hours um with this idea of like keeping what you're doing on certain days because i do that too like i'm teaching monday wednesday friday so i like to put my office hours right after i teach so i'm not going to do fridays um but i will do an hour and a half after my class on monday and an hour and a half after my class on wednesday so i'm getting a total of three hours of office hours but i'm only doing a monday wednesday but on days that I already have to be there to teach. Like, I don't have anything on Tuesdays mm-hmm. for school. I'm not going to put office hours on a Tuesday and go to campus just on a Tuesday if I don't have anything else to do on Tuesday. Right. If that makes sense. That uh, is how I generally try and plan my writing center stuff. I don't have office hours as I'm just a TA. Um, but it is... You're not just a TA. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, because for me, the writing center is similar where I'm available for a certain amount of time for kids to come in and meet um that 
I don't want to go to campus just to go to the writing center for a couple hours. And it's generally an hour or two hours or Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Um, So that can apply to anything you're doing on campus, whether it's your academic or athletic tutoring. Um, I want to add that I kind of think it's, I will go on campus to do one thing. (laughs) Natalie will. Natalie (laughs) will. But my thought process is this. Let me explain myself. I don't want to pack so much in one day. Like, mm-hmm. and, and so that's fair. I love spreading everything out. And so I'm going to go to athletics and work for an hour and a half Monday morning and then come back home. Because that would mean then packing all of my 20 hours. Like, you know, so it's right. like, I think it's, there's nothing wrong with going to campus and for one thing. No, there's nothing um, wrong with but, that. Yeah. It's just like, I'm kind of like Claire where I'm like uh, if I'm gonna go I want it to like I want it to be worth my while right right um and you I, know but, but but going just for a couple hours a day is still like even then like if you're only there for an hour and a half like yeah that's only an hour and a half but that's still like a good chunk of time it's not like you were there for like 30 minutes and then was like okay I'm out like I'd still do it for 30 minutes too. <laughs> and I essentially live on campus so it is very easy to yeah, if yeah. I need to um and anyone who I've ever any t- any professor I've ever worked with has known. I'm like, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. If you, if you need really me, like, I'm like, I can jump on to something real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's a question that I have for, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask questions. Yeah, Am I allowed to ask questions? Okay, great. <laughs> what, how do you guys view your side hustles in terms of potential, like continuing on after we get our various degrees? I have thoughts. Because I was going to ask earlier, well, I was going to suggest, because I know Dallas was talking about, like, tips and stuff. I'm very big on getting a job on campus, Mm -hmm. especially if it's connected to what you're doing. And so, to your question, Kaylee, I'm very big about, like, all of the jobs that I do are tutoring. You know? It's like, I want to work with, I want to talk about writing. I want to do a workshop that talks about writing. I want to work with student-athletes. To me, it's very important that my side hustle has to do with something that I could still see myself doing after. That's really fascinating because I am doing the opposite, but for the same reasons. So, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, Retcom has a pretty good job market as things go, but, and I do want to be a professor. That would be my first career choice, but I also want something to fall back on if that does not work out. And that thing not being adjuncting. So I'm really trying to keep up this digital marketing, content creating, which Mm -hmm. still includes all the skills that I'm gaining, like writing and editing, but it has that kind of more applicability to industry. And so then when I, if I graduate and can't find a good professor job, I can say, oh, well, hey, look, I have six years of experience in digital marketing as opposed to I haven't done anything for the last six years in this area. So that's, I'm trying to do stuff outside of campus that still draws on my skill sets, but so that I can say, hey, look, I've been working in this field for years, so I can get in a job that's more on the level of where I should be in in that amount of time and not just an entry-level job. So that's interesting yeah. that we have the same motivations yeah. but different strategies. Yeah, no, and, and there's nothing wrong with getting a job that's complete. You just kind of want to do it for right now. Totally fine, but in my, for me, like, 
I just want to tutor. Like, that's what I'm good at. And so yeah. I just yeah. want to keep doing that thing. And it ends up working out because I, I continue talking about tutoring. I've expanded my horizon as far as, like, I tutor two 11-year-olds. And I'm like, now I know how to tutor, like, 11-year-olds and whatever they're doing in fifth mm-hmm. to sixth grade. So so it's so funny that you brought that question up and that we're doing it for the same reason <laughs> but in different ways. So And I hear that. I hear that. I really do. Because I think about that, too. I'm like, well, wouldn't I want to have a side hustle that's kind of going to be within the realm of what I'm already doing or mm-hmm. what I want to do? And yes, I would, but also like, I don't want, I, cause I know I put that pressure on myself and like, obviously both the jobs I'm doing don't have anything to do with what I'm doing in school. Um, but I don't like, sometimes like you're in a position where like that, those kinds of jobs are not available to you. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah um, like I haven't, I mean like I tutored and I thought I was going to be tutoring English and then they were like, Oh, by the way, you're tutoring math. And I was like, yeah, why all my degrees are in English literature why would you not have me tutor reading mm-hmm. um but i didn't even get a choice you know and i'm like okay guess i'm tutoring math like so it's like sometimes you just have jobs that you do and they're not really like you're just not like like i don't have a job in athletics i didn't get a tutoring job uh that like you know tutoring writing or, in, or reading or whatever and that's fine um and also sometimes like it's just fun to have something totally not related to what you're doing in school too like i love babysitting i love babies everyone who knows me knows i will snuggle a baby any baby just give me a baby and it's i will love it so like for me like babysitting is just fun you know well and at the end of the day the the point of a side hustle is to pay your bills and so as long as it's yeah. paying your bills and it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is no. really at the end of the day. But if you do want to find something that's a little more like in the realm of what you're already going to school for, I mean, there's definitely plenty of tutoring jobs out there if you can find them, you know, or personal. whatever it is that you're, yeah. whatever field that yeah. you're in. Let's just, let's just say teaching and you want to do tutoring. Like maybe if you're into teaching, like maybe you find mm-hmm. a job, if you have like a completely free couple of days in your schedule maybe you sign up to be like a substitute teacher substitute teacher at a school right like that's a great side hustle um i'm like you get paid like what like for the whole like you get paid for the day and i'm pretty sure like there's not like a waiting period it's like oh you tutor today here's your paycheck i'm i might be wrong on that but Mm -hmm. um or like maybe you tutor or maybe you, you there's like sylvan you know tutoring centers all around the country like maybe you get a job at like a sylvan or something you know something like that um and you know branching off your earlier point in terms of um not working in somewhere where you want to end up doing for the rest of your life i do have to consistently remind my parents i promise i'm not going to be a waitress my entire life (laughs) um because but for me because i work so many hours on top of schoolwork yeah um talking to other random people um, is a very good balance. I tend to be very sociable. Yeah, um, you're right. And yeah. so I get that aspect um, in waitressing as yeah. well as, um, obviously, that's where I make the most money. But um, it's if I were to, and I decided this very early on, if I decided to get something that was in the field and working that much, um, because I have to make everything to live on, um, I would get burnt out so fast and yeah. I wouldn't want to do any other schoolwork. Right. So with the uh, waitressing, that's yeah. definitely helps me personally. Yeah. And I also like, I'm kind of like Claire, like I like kind of being out in public and like making small talk with people. And I did that. I like, that's why I enjoyed working at the health food store so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also like weirdly good at like management type things of businesses. Like I don't, I don't know where that came from. So all of a sudden, if you give me like a managerial role and so, which that requires more hours than part time, but sometimes like if you give me some responsibility there, 
like at a business I'll handle it like yeah. and it's so not anything related to reading and writing in a lot of ways that I'm like this is fun and yeah I don't know it's fun I have a question by the way Kaylee thank you for asking that was such a good question <laughs> yeah, that was a great question um have any of us ever wanted to quit our slide hustles of course apparently not I, I, i'm trying to think yeah Kaylee. yeah i mean not not really i did like i mentioned i did try to quit uh, once upon a time but then it i realized that because i had the i guess you might call it institutional knowledge of i was literally the only person at the college who could do this stuff and they didn't have someone that i could train and so if i left they would literally just not, their website would not function anymore. And so I thought, huh, this is probably a good place to negotiate, kind of <laughs> like Dallas did with her hours. And I just did it with my pay. And I was like, okay, this is actually what I'm worth because colleges, even on the staff side, don't actually pay you what you're worth. Um, so I said, this is what I should be making. If you pay me this, I'll stay. And they said, okay, great. That's Which amazing. is how I knew they were really underpaid. <laughs> Love yeah. that. But so I tried to quit and when... I actually just negotiated it yeah. instead, which has worked out well for me. So I haven't really had the desire to quit either yeah. of my job since then. Yeah. The reason why I asked that question was because I got to a point last year where I realized I was doing too much. Mm. And so I didn't quit my job, but I did have to tell them like, I need a break and I need a mental health break because this is too much. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped making money for that entire semester, which is really hard. I had to talk to my counselor about it. I had to talk to my husband about it. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes you kind of just have to quit your side hustles. And, I, and sometimes you can't. Like, it just mm -hmm. really depends on your situation. I could, even though it would have been nice not to have quit money-wise. Because I, at the end of the day, I still do have my husband's income. But some people can't do that. And so um, that's really why I asked that question, because I know yeah. sometimes it is too much. Um, and so yeah. sometimes you just want to quit, like mentally yeah. exhausted. And so, yeah, yeah. I, there was definitely mentally exhausted points that I've reached, um, which, like I said, is why I'm going to work on a lot more balance for myself. Um, but I also tried to personally be really um, highly communicative mm -hmm. with um all of my managers um, and my professors and being like, hey, just so you know, everyone at TCU knows that uh, you don't, I, I don't get any extra money from the school. Um, so like, hey, I am working on the side. Generally, I can be there very late. Um, and everybody's always been very, very um, understanding and wanting to work with me and make things work. Um, I had one professor who always had like a deadline at like eight o'clock at night. I was like, I'm always going to be at work. I can get it to you by 11. She's like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. so just really talking to people and not, um, yeah, not trying to hold it all yourself. Everybody wants to help you and support you. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, I definitely think if you're feeling overwhelmed, like definitely like let your professors know and let your employer, even let your employer know oh, too. Absolutely. Like not just your professors, like tell your professors like, Hey, and like technically, like I know, like a lot of like the I think like we're not technically supposed to be like working so many hours outside of like our school schedule not that there's like any hard and fast rule that I'm aware of with TCU but I'm right. sure it's like preferred that we don't mm -hmm. only because grad school is all encompassing right. but you know if you're just honest and say like hey like I have a job outside of this and things are like getting really like busy with school and now things are picking up at work and I'm trying to find a balance like 
usually they'll grant you the extension or they'll be willing yeah. to work with you and say like I totally understand if you need more time to like if you can't submit this thing at you know 8 p.m. but you can submit it at 11 like they're usually okay with that mm-hmm. um stuff like that and I'm sure your employers know like school comes first right? oh absolutely so yeah. when you tell them like hey finals week is coming up and I have a ton of grading to do and I've got my own assignments coming up that I need to write like three papers and they all need to be like 18 pages like they get it right like oh, you can't absolutely. you can't be there and if they don't get it then maybe that's a side hustle that you don't need to have just saying yeah I'm thinking maybe we should wrap up the episode um any final thoughts side hustles any tips that you want to give anything you've learned from having a side hustle any comments on graduate school if you can't handle having a side hustle for whatever reason like if the work is too overwhelming with school that you can't handle the side hustle there's always a way that you can I think make do with the stipend that you're given with the school there's always a way that you can like cut back costs like whether that means you have to get a roommate or Mm -hmm. um you know maybe you use coupons at the grocery store like I know these aren't like big things really that help with the income but I think just being smart with your money which is hard. I should take my own advice because Lord knows I've put myself in a couple pickles money-wise um, where my parents are like, what are you doing with your money? And I'm like, I don't know. It's all gone. And they're like, um, you need to do better, you know? Mm-hmm. But like we all make money mistakes sometimes. There's always going to be th- times where like money's really tight. Um, and I think just preparing for that going in is useful. Like if you can, if you're not in school currently, like if you are working right now and you know you want to go back to school saving as much as you can in preparation that way right. you're not in such a hole whenever school does start if you want to have that first year to kind of just figure out being a grad student before you go and like say I'm gonna get a job you know that way you can kind of like figure that out first and then get a job later maybe down the line or something like that I think is a good piece of advice Kaylee I would say proceed with caution whenever your whole both grad school plus your side hustles combined exceeds 40 hours a week not that tcu thinks should be 40 hours a week but is actually like if you say you if you're logging your hours and it's like more than 40 hours a week proceed with caution i mean people work more than 40 hours a week all the time but grad school especially for a phd i we're we're here for a lot of years yeah and it it's not just a oh i'll just work 100 hours a week and that'll totally be sustainable for the next because it will yeah. not i'll just get up at five and go to bed at 2 p.m <laughs> yeah. 2 a.m i mean it's fine. Yeah. like no that's not that's no. not fine that's not fine so just keeping in mind hey i am a human i need to rest i need to have a social life like i need to take care of myself and mm-hmm. realize that grad school is important but it is at the end of the day a job and you don't want it to take over your whole entire life amazing yeah branching off of that putting yourself first making sure that you're scheduling in time to do little crafts with your hands. Kaylee and I were talking about this earlier. <laughs> um, work out. Go outside and see the sunshine. Um, <laughs> sleep is the biggest thing. So always sleep. That's my oh, yes. that's my big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sleep and put yourself first. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I think like we started the episode, like this is a serious topic because we just don't get paid enough. And I know that that means a lot. That means different things for different people. Yeah. Um, depending on your state, your school, private, public, and whatnot. So I know that this is a very, it's a deeper issue than, and, you know, even just what we're taught, we just said here. Um, but I would say just use your time wisely. Um, if you got to pay bills and you have to do a side hustle, then do it. I mean, you're, you can't not pay your bills, right? Um, 
but then just make sure that you're using the time that you do have towards your dissertation or publications or your teaching wisely um, because you can do it. You know, you can still live a life where you're putting yourself first, where you're not working more than 40 hours a week and still being productive and still being able to pay your bills. But I think sometimes we just have such a hard time with time management mm-hmm. that that really makes things stressful and that's what really makes things worse it's not necessarily the hours we're putting into a specific job it's the fact that we don't know how to time manage so Mm -hmm. just be just be very careful with that um and then i think you'll be okay you'll be able to pay your bills uh, even just to kind of keep you afloat but then you'll also get your other things done so just kind of constantly reassess your time management and how you're spending your time yeah All right. Well, then if that's it, uh, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or any topics you want us to cover, go ahead and email us at thephd2bpodcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on our Instagram at thephd2bpodcast. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.